Wait, are you ready to go for the episode? Yeah. All right. So today fucking sucked ass because of this torrential downpour that decided to happen at like 4:35, which is essentially when my day ends. Like that's like a like an early day ends at that time. And I was kind of trapped in the rain. And like whenever you experience torrential downpours, do you think of the Matthew Broderick Godzilla movie? Oh my god, all the time, dude. All the fucking time. When the worms, when he puts that thing in the ground. And the like, worm guy? The worms yeah. What's his last name in that movie? Oh, I have no idea, dude. That's the best joke in that whole film was the fact that no one can say his name properly. Yeah, but what? What? it's like, it's something like... It's Greek I, I, or something because they're always like Stenopodopolis to Papa de Papa Lopa Lupa Doop, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrew, what is Matthew Broderick's last name in the Godzilla movie? Matthew Broderick's character is Nick Tatopoulos. That's really the only question I want answered today. Dude, that Godzilla movie gets so much shit, but I remember really enjoying it when I was a kid. And by as a kid, I mean like I was like, what? 14, 13, you were, came out. You were, um, maybe. You are old enough. You are that much older than me to where if I was like, I was nine or eight, then yeah, you were like, you know, old enough to jack off at that time. No, that movie <laughs> fucking rocks. That movie is so good. Yeah. Like, it, it really is, like, such a good movie. I love how in movie. every Americanized Godzilla movie, there's always some Asian dude that's like, Godzilla. Honestly, it's like the funnest thing to fucking say. Godzilla. I guess so. I mean, <laughs> I oh, um, fucking Amazon Prime has a bunch of like Godzilla movies, but also a bunch of like lesser rubber suit monster movies right now. I'm telling you, it is so much fun to just like have a day on the couch and then watch like Mecha Godzilla 2 and shit. Dude, those movies were my fucking favorite movies when I was a kid. Like, I love that shit. And I would always, like, I would always, like, pretend, like, wreck shit. I would, like, build things, like, as if they were, like, you know, cities. And then I would, like, be, like, like, bust them over and, you know. Did you feel like you were especially big compared to those constructions because you're so tiny? It did help. It did help. (laughs) <laughs> I, I used to go to Wonder Book and Video and just like look for like the newest creature film. I'm all about creature films, dude. I think creature films are like my fucking favorite. You know, like Alien, fr- the Alien franchise is like my shit. It's my jam, you know. Did you like, like Alien vs. Predator? No, dude. What? That shit is fucking stupid. That shit was so Fuck- good. No, dude, you're an idiot. No, if dude, the AVP movies fucking are idiot. fucking good. They are no, so those, fun. Those don't even count in the franchise. You can't. Yes, even they count do. Them. They are one hundred percent. They are one hundred percent canon. But also, they are so much fun. Those are fun, stupid action movies. No. Are you telling me right now that you don't like the movie Predators with Adrian Brody and fucking Eric Foreman? No, I don't. I, I'm not a big Predator fan. I gotta. I gotta admit. I. I, the only one I can really stand is Predator One and Predator Two. I like, I like Predator Two because there's that scene where there's that Jamaican guy in the alley, 
and he's got like a handheld you know because like the predator only only really attacks you if you have a weapon right i forget what the dude has he, he had either i think he had a machete but he um the predator cuts off his head and then he's dragging him he's dragging he's he grabs his head and he's he has his head he's holding his head and walking through like the puddle and the the guy is like screaming even though his head's cut off and there's no way you can scream with your head cut off that shit was that shit was awesome no all i i reject that dude all of the fucking alien movies and all the predator movies are at least fun even like the fucking bad new alien movies like they were at least fun oh the covenant yeah prometheus was okay and covenant was fun uh, Prometheus was like, like we all wanted a prequel, and Ridley Scott was just too like pompous of an asshole to give us what we fucking wanted. So he was like, "No, I'm gonna like make him think that, and then I'm gonna release this other thing that takes place in the same universe, uh, but it's like not that." It's just like, dude, fuck you, dude. It should have been a straight up prequel to your first Alien movie. Well, that's yeah, what he so. was attempting to do. That was like, you know. That's what it was. It was a prequel. No, it's not. It was not. That's not the same. That's not the same dude in a suit. It's not the same uh, world that Ripley landed on. Yeah, because Ripley it's... didn't land on a world. She landed in a mining colony. Right, but it should have taken place on that mining colony on that whatever planet that was. No, because that's, that's not, not the planet. The whole was. point of Alien One isn't that they were somewhere that people have already been. Like that's no. You're no. It was a it was a good premise for a prequel. If we are, it's tr- not a prequel though. It is one hundred percent a prequel. It's not a fucking prequel, dude. It is. Prometheus and Covenant are one hundred percent prequels. No, you're wrong, dude. I know everything about the Alien franchise. You are one hundred percent wrong. You don't it's not know a everything about them, and you are not correct. Uh, I am correct, no. dude. We're not gonna do this like little fucking fight, and you're not gonna win. One, because you claim that Alien vs. Predator are good movies. Yeah, they are very fun movies. fucking blasphemy, first off. No, they're not. They are so much fun. They are so fun. And they try to tell me that Prometheus is a fucking prequel. It's fucking ridiculous. It is is honestly very funny how worked up you're getting trying to say that a prequel to a franchise isn't a prequel. It is just very... This is very amusing. This is more amusing than you puffing out your chest and then just screaming, we're the Bolsheviks. Podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's going to put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm going to be, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Oh, never going to have sex again. All right, we're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. You're wrong, dude. You'll, you'll, I, dude, you're so wrong. And it's crazy how much you think you're right. It's just crazy. That's the whole, that's the whole reason why people were pissed because it like makes you think it's a fucking prequel when it's not. It has to, it just has to, it's just like a different story that starts. It's a, it's a new start to a new story. And Ripley's, uh, the first alien happens elsewhere and on a completely different timeline. But it's the same world. It's not. It's not the. It doesn't link up to the same events as Alien.
Anyway, let's move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's move on. <sighs> it's going to be a long day. I can already tell. It's going to be a today long sucked, day. Today sucked, dude. Today and yesterday sucked. Why? Well, yesterday was my day off, and they fucking called me in. Not only did they call me in, I walk in there, and it's the busiest fucking day since Christmas. Like, oh. since the Christmas days. Okay, so let me... So, you work for the post office, obviously. I'm in there every fucking day. We gotta stop saying that. Gotta stop saying I work, what? I'm a carrier. Shut the fuck up. We don't use your real fucking last name because you think that shit fucking matters, so grow a pair. That's but true. You work for the fucking post office. So... The two post offices that I interact with every day have been so fucking slow and have sucked so much ass. That's because, dude, any any of our any of our our offices within like city lines of anywhere are gonna suck because it's like they're the busiest ones. You have more flow, and if you have more flow, you're just gonna have more mess ups. You're also gonna have more volume. And you're probably not going to be, you're not going to have enough people to handle what's happening in that office. It's uh, people love the post offices in their like super rural towns because there's nothing fucking happening there. They don't really have that much to do. But in any city, it doesn't matter what it is, it's going to be a fucking shit show. Mm hmm. Yeah. So what I was going to say is that when I talk to the ladies who work at the counter at the, the, the main post office that I go to, apparently what they're doing, and I don't know if they're doing this at your branch, where they're giving people two months off for child care. Are they doing that at your branch also? Um, I haven't heard that, but there is a pregnant girl at my office who's like super close to popping. Cool. Um, but yeah, so, so I don't know. I, I just don't know is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I'd ask, I should ask her. Yeah. Well, cause what I've heard from the people who work at the branch that I go to every day is that like you get two months off for childcare with the COVID stuff because people have to do like the in-home learning and shit. And so it's like these people don't have a way to have, you know, their kids not supervised during the week or whatever. So there are four people who work the counter at the branch that I go to every day. Starting next week, there will only be one person available because the other three will be taking the next two months off for childcare. Okay. And so because of so that, things are already to... very slow, but they will be getting a lot slower. Here's also the thing is uh, this new Trump guy. Uh, so what they have done, I don't know if you know this, but the post office has also has signed contracts with both UPS and FedEx and Amazon. So now, you know, us as the post office, we're not even supposed to be a fucking business. We are now having UPS is dropping off because they're so heavy that they are dropping off their packages to us to deliver their shit. FedEx, same thing. And also Amazon. So the, the thing is, is that it's obvious that they're just trying to fucking overwhelm us to try and like make it seem like the post office is it can't is not efficient under the government's hands and is either moving to privatize or just moving into a, a position so that uh, during and after the election they can just blame it all on the post office and like have a fucking scapegoat to say that 
we need a, either a new election or to privatize. I don't know which one, but it's obvious that the guy who's running it now uh, wants to privatize it and also wants to like put his own money into trying making money off of privatizing it somehow. It's obvious that they're trying to overwhelm us. I mean, I I can I see it every fucking day. Yeah, I mean, he just got subpoenaed again. He has to go back to Capitol Hill to talk again. Because they just keep on finding more and more evidence that there is, like, fuckery happening at the post office. Yeah, man. Uh, there's a lot of fuckery going on. Uh, and um, it's really, it's just, it's just in plain sight now. I mean, really. But when I'm, what the things I'm seeing. Oh, I, I, I can imagine so. Because even me as, like, a, a regular customer, let's say, customer in air quotes, you know, like, I stand in those lines, I wait around, and then it's just, everyone's fucking mad at the postal workers, everyone's fucking annoyed, everyone's like, I don't want to come here, I'm gonna go, you know, I'm gonna go to FedEx, I'm gonna go to, you know, UPS, blah, blah, blah. Like, it is Even some- though they just drop their shit off at our, our, our thing now, you Oh, know? 100%, like, it, it, it is completely fucking ridiculous. But, like, I was, um, I was talking to one of our, our clients who I pick up their mail for, right? And normally, you know, let's say I pick up their mail and I'm normally at their office at noon and I didn't show up until one, right? And they're like, where the fuck are you? You're fucking, you know, late. And so I told them, I was like, look, like there's one fucking person working the counter. I waited for fucking 30 minutes and then I did my normal shit and it is what it is, right? And then I told them, I was like, you know, everybody's going on fucking leave you know, like, there's only one person working up there, like, shit's all fucked up. And then even, like, other people who aren't, like, because poli- these people are not, like, politically inclined. And they were like, oh, this sounds like politics, this sounds like the Republicans getting back at the Democrats. Yeah. Um, and also, we're not even allowed overtime right now. They stopped a lot, like, they they put, like, a whole order in that the art that we're not we're not allowed to go into overtime. Meaning you cannot so, get paid for overtime, or you cannot be there for overtime hours, which essentially cannot, means that you're working over forty hours a week, but not getting compensated for it. Right. Um, no, it's that they're not they're not letting us do like they need us to go into overtime because we're really busy right now. But they're not allowed. Again, this is just a way for them to try and make it seem like we don't know how we're being run, like we don't know what we're doing or like that we can't handle the situation. We can't handle mail-in ballots and stuff like that. And um, yeah, so if we, if we do go in overtime, we, I mean, we have to get, we have a union, obviously we're, we're going to get paid if we do go in overtime. The whole thing is they won't let us go in overtime. So as soon as we get close to that fucking thing, we, it, that fucking uh as soon as we cross the time uh the line into overtime we would not be working for the rest of the uh pay period week mm. no that's that they that's can't just not pay us for overtime, i mean but. it's very interesting honestly but yeah like like i said he's getting subpoenaed again so like all this shit's getting fucked up with the voting stuff but did you see how uh trump said this week that uh, his supporters should try and vote twice or vote multiple times. I saw that. Um, it's a little bit of like 
the clickbaity thing uh, because of like how he said it. He's obviously being like, if if you vote twice, one that's an elite, that's super illegal. So if you do get caught, you're gonna go to jail or whatever. You're gonna get whatever the punishment is. Um, but he's just trying to say like, we need to find out. So try to vote twice, and then you know if it works, then you shouldn't be able to. Which is just, I mean, you know, there's some people that are uh, his supporters that are just dumb enough to be like, okay. I mean, he's telling me to. Um, so yeah, it's it's definitely stupid as shit, but it's also just like him trying to. He's making news for himself because you know any news is good news to him. Well, that's like definitely what he does, right? He just. It's very transparent at this point that he just says stuff to get people riled up. He really is like the troll's president. He is troll president, the the president troll. Like he really just likes to fucking, you know, get the libs all riled up like and we all do. Like, you know, I can't blame him for that. That's like when he has his rallies and says 12 more years, like obviously he knows he can't do that. Right. But like right. with this specifically, it was interesting because he he has spent what, let's say five months, six months talking about how mail in voting doesn't work and how it's fraudulent and how, you know, it, it's not gonna be an honest election. And now he went at his also, that rally, to the best of my understanding, was to name Wilmington, North Carolina, a World War II heritage city. That's, like, okay. why he was even there. Hmm. Yeah. So, apparently, that's a thing now where you can be, like, a city that is also a monument. I don't... It's... Interesting. Yeah, it, I mean, which is also interesting because, like, Wilmington, North Carolina is 100% Trump country, so that really is him trying to get to his, like, wealthy base because there's a lot of rich people there. But right. regardless, it was interesting when I saw all that stuff and, you know, and, like, I read into some of the articles where it was him, him saying, try and vote more than once. Let's see if we get caught. And, like... The headlines were so annoying. I, I gotta be honest, because I, I, if, if this was at the start of him after he just got elected, I would, I'd be so heated by these kind of words. But at this point, it's just like, you're right. He's a troll. We totally understand what he's doing. It's not even like, it's not something to even really pay attention to, but you know, the headlines go crazy for this shit. And this is like how the media kind of has, you know, manufacturing consents, this shit into everyone's heads you know like because uh, it gets the libs riled up but it also it gets uh his base like la like to a point where they can now joke on the libs you know what i mean like it's just like it's it's uh it should just be easy for us now to just like ignore it you know what i mean kind of I mean, to an extent, but it's also just like, you know, add this to the never-ending list of the Trump administration's contradictions where they decry the election process as being fraudulent and then they are essentially, you know, promoting fraudulent voting techniques in order to prove a point. Right. So either way, mm -hmm. they win in his mind. 
right in his mind except for the all the like the handful of supporters that are actually going to try and do this and they're going to get caught and go to jail but you know those people that get caught because that's a serious fine that's a felony I know nothing cool. about that. I know that it's a felony, but I know nothing about like the actual punishment for it. But it's just. Yeah. But these people could also say the president told us to do it. You know. Yeah, I mean that's fine. That's like the whole jump off a bridge thing. Like it, it, the the defense of the president told me to do it would not hold up in court. Like I'm no lawyer, but I know that for a fact. Like that's not ever going to hold up. But like, I saw that like <laughs> North Carolina officials had to step in and be like, guys. You cannot commit voter fraud. That is super illegal. Don't do this. Right. But I saw, did you see the, um, there's an article that was posted. I, I, I forget who did it. So, you know, whatever. But it was a thing where essentially like it was projecting the election. And essentially what it said was that a lot of the Trump voters will vote in person on election day so their votes will be counted on election day but when we do mail-in voting it will take you know like two weeks or something to count all the votes and so it showed this map over time of who has quote won each state and it's projecting that like at first it will look like trump swept the nation because all the trump people voted in person but then as the days go by, like, and we start counting all these mail-in votes, like, it's going to swing in Biden's favor. Right. And it sort of set up this scenario where the Trump supporters will say that there's election fraud and everything is fake and none of this counts and all that shit because... They'll have two weeks to come up with... I mean, yeah, because everyone's so used to the president getting announced even either late that night or the, at least the next morning. Yeah. But to wait two weeks after, I mean, that's that definitely gives rise to it, it, I don't even think it's ever been done before. So uh, especially in these times, uh, all Trump has to do on day two be like, they're doing it. They're this election fraud, you know, fraud. And oh, then he's going to do that one hundred percent. He's going to get on Twitter at midnight and be like, "Election day is over," and it says that I won, and that means that I won. How can we say that anything after this is valid and honest and fair? So this is one thing that, like, hopefully, when it's all over, and if that scenario happens, we just have to hope that the that the military is at least on the side of just the actual election and not on the side of just full Trump, you know? Like, not lo not having loyalty to Trump, but loyalty to the results of the actual election one, two weeks, or however long it may be after the votes are counted. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like they're going to go whichever way the wind blows on that one. Like, honestly, I do. Um, I'm not necessarily worried about like military intervention in the White House in terms of like installing a president or not. I don't think that it's going to be that dramatic because I legitimately don't think that anyone really is that devoted to either of the two major candidates. I really don't. Right. But let's say, 
let's say Trump wins in the not wins, but uh, it looks like Trump won. And he announces that he won, but then all the votes are counted, and it's obvious that Biden won. And then the military backs Trump. I mean, that's going to be that's something that's never happened before. But I don't think so that, that will. I don't think that that's like a realistic scenario. Yeah, this is why it's a what if because I I don't know what would happen. You know, but if it if that happened, that scenario, I mean, there'd be a lot, of, there'd be a lot of angry ass fucking people. Yeah, you but know? I I don't think that that would happen. I don't think that the military yeah, would would go against the electoral college vote. Yeah, at all. Yeah, I hope so. I for mean, sure. the the military hasn't gone against the popular vote for the last two times that Republicans won, despite losing the popular vote. So they obviously don't care about like a general consensus. Yeah. You know. And I don't think that he really has enough like backing. He's not like See, that's the thing that really annoys me is like with people saying that he's like this militarist, he's this autocrat, he's this fascist like he really isn't. He's not that organized and coordinated. Like, he really isn't this, like, Mussolini Hitler type, like... He doesn't even really have an ideology except for he just has none. in himself, you know? It's it, all about him. It is it is a cult of personality that has yet to fully develop. Right. He wants to be a Stalin. He wants to be a Hitler or a Mussolini because he wants... Or a Tito, really. I don't even think that. I think it's just a popularity game. I think he just wants people to worship... Him. him yeah he want but that's what i'm saying like he wants to be one of these figures that will be talked about for generations and generations and he already is it's just not going to be good yeah in the He's same go way that we talk about is... the dude who died within 30 days or like fucking though he will be known as the worst american president we've ever had yeah, before him it was James Buchanan. Yeah. Now James, now nobody's gonna. I feel bad for James Buchanan because nobody's gonna know who the fuck that guy is. I anymore. feel good. I, I would love to be James Buchanan's great whatever grandson, right? And now mm-hmm. I no longer am known as the direct lineage of the worst president of all time <laughs> because Trump is here. Right. I saw something where he. He floated the idea of Ivanka being the first female president because Kamala is a bad option. He said that. What does that even mean, though? He's he's playing into this like popular Republican slash right narrative. Okay, that with Kamala being the vice president, what's going to happen is Biden will be a one-term president because his brain's going to melt out of his nose, and then Kamala, who will be the incumbent vice president will then run for president under the Democratic ticket. She'll still have a challenger, though. But that's the whole thing, is that all these fucking Republicans are saying that the only reason Kamala's on there is because then next year, or next election cycle, she's going to run for president. And then the whole thing is now that the 2024 election is going to be the year that we elect a woman. And so Trump is trying to be ahead of the curve and say that Ivanka is better than Kamala. Okay. Yeah. That's sort of like the rhetoric coming out of the right right now. Right. Um, I mean, we'll see. We'll see if, like, like, let's say he loses. 
we'll see how how far Trumpism will go. I mean, remember the Tea Party was all hot and heavy, and they then, still like, are. I mean, the, nobody... the the Tea Party. If you want to argue against it, we can, and I could probably smush you in the mud. But the the Tea Party pretty much took over the Republican Party. Yeah, for a second there, but but they they just what they became was the the house like what fiscal responsibility committee or whatever where or i forget what it is but the the tea party caucus uh is not called the tea party caucus anymore it's something like fiscal responsibility caucus or some bullshit but it's just a bunch of tea partiers um who are just all they only care about the budget that's like their their single issue dudes um who also just like love you know um pro-life shit and stuff like that too but um their one biggest issue is is the budget and um i would argue they're not as they're not as big as they once were and that's not as that's not as popular of a position anymore the libertarians are not they're still out there and they're still like a thing but they're not as um they don't have as much power as they did during the ron paul days i would completely argue against that um and I would say that the Tea Party has normalized their position in the Republican Party and in the GOP to the point where we don't notice it as actively anymore. But they have 100% infiltrated Republican politics. I would go also yeah, even farther. Yeah, but the farther. Trumpists are not them, right? So there's now... Well, that's I why guess we have the have... divide between the Republicans and the MAGA crowd. The Republicans that we recognize today are a mixture of Coke-funded, right-leaning libertarians and Tea Party people, right? Those are the Republicans. And then the MAGA crowd are the, the cult of Trump. And that's why everybody to the left, like the Mitt Romneys, and all these people who are objectively to the left of the Tea Party are now supporting the Democrats. They're, because yeah, they're Ameri- just, yeah. Huh? They're just Democrats. Yeah, yeah. But that's no, be- it's just agreeing. But like that's just because all of these like, you know, like seventies to early two thousands Republicans now align themselves more with the Democrats and with the Republicans, and that's why at the DNC they put more effort in bringing Republicans into the fold than they did with the far left, because the the current Democratic Party is just the Republicans of twenty years ago. Yes, I would agree with that. All right. Would you also agree that it is now uh, smoke time? Yeah. also think the libertarians have evolved i don't like i mean i do but i don't think that they've evolved in like a positive i mean the no i'm saying evolved into the type of people who are now libertarians you know you have these like (coughs) these uh, uh pickup artists on youtube that that like whole thing and the cam girls are basically just fucking you know all the OnlyFans people are like libertarian no, they're not. girls and no, shit. They're not. And those are not. Those are not libertarian. 
There's a lot of those. I'm telling you, there are. Yeah, I'm telling you, as someone who's tapped into left internet, the OnlyFans crowd is not a bunch of libertarians. Because the, li- the the people that su- the people that support the OnlyFans girls, the simp's of the world, and the incels of the world, a lot of those would identify themselves as like like weird libertarian types. I would agree with that because I would also make a caveat in saying that most simps are right leaning. Right. And I would also say that American libertarians, big air quotes around that, are they are a right leaning group. Right. But there's also a lot of cam girls that are libertarians. I'm saying there's a lot of you know, there's cam girls that we know that are not but I'm just saying there is like, you know, like the, uh, the, the crowd, I don't know. I've seen, I, I would consider a, a lot of the ones that I, they're, they're just like that kind of, they have that I, ideal to them. Like that whole like free, free. That's why a lot of them were pissed off about the whole Bell Thorne thing. It's because it was messing up the market. You well, know, that's just, this. yeah, exactly. Uh, yes, exactly. It was messing up the market. So what does that mean? That means that they care about the market. So are you really a libertarian if you're that preoccupied with market functionality? Right? Yeah. Well, they were just mad. They I, were I mad about they... they were mad about how that affects them economically, not philosophically or socially. So you can make that argument that like they are like libertarians or whatever, but that's also supporting this idea that American libertarians have shifted to the right. They no yeah, longer my whole point are this like, was just, idealized center. Right, but my whole point was that a lot of the cam girls are libertarians. That's all. I'm, I wasn't arguing that this has nothing to do with libertarians as like an ideology. A lot of libertarianism as an ideology, working or not working, I was just stating that a lot of cam girls are libertarians and then you fucking try to put my foot in my throat about that. But it's true. A lot of them are. Sure. A lot of them are. A lot of them also okay. are not. I, I don't think a majority of cam girls are libertarian, but that's... I know uh, the ones I know personally are not, but I'm saying there's a whole field of them that are popular on the internet um, that would probably... They might not even say they're libertarians, but like their ideals are very libertarian, like you know, just market. Like they they want to like make sure that uh, there's less regulation, so they can make their money on the thing, you know, the, their own way. Sure, That's I'll give all. you that one. They they will advocate for uh, market regulation to be declined in OnlyFans, but I don't think that a lot of them would say they are libertarian. Yeah, they would be I also libertarian. Don't really know what I'm fucking talking about on this. OnlyFans. It's, I'll give you yeah. that. Um, okay. So... It's all like rehash bullshit. We have our first um, political win as a podcast. Um, we officially endorsed Ed Markey. <laughs> and he beat the shit out of Joe Kennedy the third Because of us. Yeah, 100%. 100% because of us. I also think it's fucking stupid that he gets to be called Joe Kennedy the third, even though he's Bobby Kennedy's grandson. Yeah. He's not the direct lineage of Joe Kennedy the first. Right. Yeah, that's uh 
but is he the third Joe? Is there a Joe before that? Joe is Robert Kennedy's Joe son Joe? was called Joe Kennedy the second. Okay, so that's fine. It's not fine. It's not a direct lineage. Yeah, it's not but, Joe you know, one it's... gave birth to Joe two gave birth to Joe three. Yeah, you don't need to. That's why when you look back at the old kings, you you that it's just whose whose king name are you which which number are you that just sounds like class warfare to me everybody i know who's a junior or a third or the fourth it's a direct lineage not like an homage to your your king edward the first you king Edward this edward the second who came right after king edward the first but then you have many years later um the uh the king right before uh queen elizabeth the second's father is named edward the third but he's in no way the next lineage of edwards from that edward the second so it's just maybe you're saying that you wish it made sense the way you want it to make sense but it doesn't have to he's fine as joe kennedy well i'm just saying that he's using king logic but motherfuckers aren't king they're a bunch of fucking dudes from massachusetts well, they're not king anymore. The Kennedy name does not pull as much weight as it used well, to. Well, it rocks that he fucking is the first Kennedy to lose in Massachusetts. That's interesting. Yep, he's the first one to lose. Even with Pelosi's endorsement. What? Endorsement? And what? She, you and, just said endorsement. I know I did. Endorse. Endorsement. Endorsement. What? There we go. <laughs> um, well, po- but, uh, what is she doing endorsing him anyway i mean because she's all he's the way in conservative and ed markey is a proponent of the green new deal right i also stay in your fucking lane Nan- nancy nan nancy nancy pelosi i find it so funny that she's caught up in this like weird hair salon scandal right now oh god what is she really bald or something no she, there I don't. I didn't even pay that much attention because it's fucking stupid. But it's some shit where like a hair salon was closed down, or like you're not allowed to go to a hair salon in California. But then like she went to one to get her hair done, and her then, hair did. Yeah, and then she got in a bunch of trouble for like I guess the rules don't apply to Nancy Pelosi. And then she like had like a press conference or an interview or something where she said that she was like set up and she should have known better because like it was just a ploy to get her in trouble. Like it's. Oh, what a fucking just own up to it. Yeah. I do have that much power. Motherfuckers. I'm Nancy fucking Pelosi. I go out, get my hair done. And then, you know, I fucking dip that. Whoever's doing my hair and fucking hand sanitizer. And then they do my fucking hair, you know? Oh, 100%. I don't give a fuck. Um, I give no fucks. Hold on, fuck. I deleted the fucking article I was going to pull up. Um, Did you see the thing about uh, Uber and Lyft in California? Um, I did not. I'm interested. Okay, so... Are they banning them? Are they gone? No, they were threatening to go. Yeah, right. No, it, well, it's a thing. So no, I'm th- saying that, like, they're, okay, go ahead. No, they are threatening to go. I'm trying to pull up an article because it has the actual numbers. They'll never fucking leave. Well, they California. might be forced to. Because uh, California passed a law last year about, like, gig economy stuff. Basically, like, listing out these 
um, requirements that you would have to basically follow or, or more so like there's certain ways to declare your employees are not employees, right? So yeah, like contracts and stuff. Yeah, because everyone who works for Uber and Lyft are independent contractors. And then California passed a law that was pretty strict on that shit. And so Cal or so um Uber and Lyft were basically like if we have to classify these people as employees, we will effectively go out of business because we cannot afford to have them be employees. Well, what do they do? How do they? Uh... They're independent contractors, so they're not. No, I know, but how are they paying? They're still paying them, those people. Like, how can they not? What the only difference is that they'd have to give them health care and shit. It has to do with the amount of money that they, that they have to pay per employee. And I'm I'm trying to find the article. What they're basically saying is like, if we have to pay them as an employee, we won't make it. So we we can't even afford to pay them whatever the state minimum wage is. Is what they're basically saying. Essentially, yeah. And so that's basically saying that all the people that work for them now are making under the state minimum wage. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. I'm trying to find. Oh, here we go. The San Diego Union Tribune posted an uh an article and it had some some numbers in it sorry i'm pulling i thought i had it on my phone and then it, it wasn't there anymore um all right so i say put it up to the people that work for them converting drivers to employees would add significant costs for uber and lyft in 2019 barclays analyst estimated that reclassifying workers could cost uber and lyft an additional $3,625 per driver in California. That's so enough much. to hike Uber's annual cost by more than $500 million and lifts to $290 million, analysts said at the time. So, how much do they fucking make? I mean, all they did was make an app. Everything. It's not like they have any fucking cost. What do they have to spend their money on within the company anyway all they, all, all they did was make a fucking app and then everyone has to like buy their own car and do shit like that and they probably have an office building that they have to pay rent on but other than that like what are your expenses anyway like motherfuckers like you're just you just want to be greedy and like hang on to that you just want to suck that money up like a fucking sponge and not ever fucking wring it out like you can afford it for sure. I'm sh Uber makes what what was it? You said 200 million for Lyft? Yes, yeah, something or whatever. like that. Yeah. Something like that. They make so much more than that. But that's within but, a that, year. but they won't give up that much money, right? Because then that means the CEOs and the bosses aren't going to get them fat paychecks. The only reason why these apps are popular is because the people at the top of those food chains make stupid money right. off of our labor. I say I say, I, I say just do it. Make them go out of business so that a new company can go up that's like more socialized within itself or something. Just like a new idea for that same type of thing should rise up out of this. Uh, and f fuck those people. Like a more egalitarian, uh, egalitarian like rideshare app. Just like a co-op sort of made company that does like the same fucking thing. All they have to do is make a fucking app 
and then you know the money's like um, evenly distributed or whatever just like something something new that comes out of this um and then uber and lyft can go fuck themselves but it really was interesting because they said they they're going to have to leave california and there's other states and other cities more so that are attempting to pass similar legislation where they say you know these people aren't private contractors they are employees because there's a part of the law where it says that like they have to be classified as an employee and not a private contractor if they could not produce this service unless they were using your company basically you know right meaning that people couldn't be driving for uber unless they had the uber app like these people aren't taxi drivers you know what i mean yeah and it's so crazy to think about how this huge i don't know like i how big they really are like fortune 500 wise but uber and lyft have to be like in the top 25 percent of like american companies right uh, they are 100 percent. but i'm just I saying mean, and then the fact that they're saying that they might have to leave states they might have to shut down they can't operate while exploiting people's labor really just shows how fucked up these companies are yeah for sure because it's not and, even um, like these fucking employees or these unions or anything are asking for any sort of like radical treatment they're not asking for 20 bucks an hour they're not even asking for anything interesting they're just asking to literally be treated like employees well they'll they'll have to get benefits they'll have to get uh one you'll have to pay for a you'll have to fund their car insurance because as of right now there that's the whole big issue is like when they are riding as a rideshare there's not a real clear way of who is being insured or how or what if the you know if it you know so these companies are going to have to figure out a way to insure these uh their employees cars and also give them health care and yeah that's going to be really expensive but you know what that's what that's the cost you know, of doing you, business that's cost of doing business you also came out of fucking nowhere uh, nobody had ever seen anything like this before and you're just started existing without any regulations put on you 100%. and you just like want to ride that fucking wave as if like that's what it's going to be like forever no you become a new thing we see how it is for a little while we see the fucking issues in it and then you get regulated motherfucker you don't just get to ride the fucking wave the whole way to the fucking beach or the bank um a big thing that they said was that they would have to eliminate the amount of quote full-time drivers they had because they can't compensate them so they'd be forced to make a lot of people part-time drivers and all this shit riff on that for a second i really have to pee yeah i mean i've, I've heard this i've heard that argument so many times with um with all kinds of economic whenever whenever we regulate anything in terms of wages or like needing to give people health care who are full-time they always threaten that kind of thing and you know a lot of them have succeeded in doing so but at the same time like then there should just be a law that all employees need to be given health care no matter their part-time or full-time position like this is absolutely needs to be something that that should be done i mean we can't be You know, part-time already, there shouldn't be a difference between part-time and full-time except for like, yeah, you're working part-time, you aren't working as many hours, you just don't get paid for those hours. But in terms of benefits and everything, yeah, you get, you should get those benefits. I mean, 
people have a tough time as it is and they have to work multiple jobs and they have well, they have kids it's just way too difficult to live in this country anymore I, I actually don't even know how the fuck people do it you know I'm barely surviving and I have a full time pretty okay job working class job and you know and I'm looking around at these people that have kids or whatever and they work two jobs but they don't doesn't even seem like they're working that much and they I don't know what what's happening or how they do it but they usually have a fucking house and shit I'm just confused on how people like that do that um, but it amazes me maybe they saved up a bunch when they were uh, younger and they all they have a nice extra cushion but I I have no fucking clue wait would you say repeat what you just said the whole thing no, while no, you're no. being no not at all no 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 no, no. um it's uh it, i started rambling and i'm pretty sure i stopped making sense like halfway through so no that's sick um, um yeah so yeah that makes sense uh with you being left alone but so did you also see i, I just want to get to like one or two more quick things before we end it um i don't want this to run like super 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 long um, but did you see the thing about, uh, Trump having that, like, eviction protection? No. Yes. For well, the White House? <laughs> hmm? He's gonna get evicted from the White House? I wish that that's protected? what he really meant by signing that. But no, he said that he effectively was gonna do a thing where, like, you can't get evicted for COVID stuff for the rest of the year. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah. Cool. That would be credit work. I mean, do that's like he pretty needs tight. To, he needs to do that if he wants to get elected again. First off, hold on. Wouldn't it be fucking sick if Donald Trump, for his if he gets elected again, you know how he doesn't like to live in the White House? Yeah. If he just Airbnbs and be that Airbnbs that shit. If he single handedly <laughs> saves Airbnb by just yeah. giving them so much money because him and all of his Secret Service people have to stay in Airbnbs. Yeah, but I was just saying the actual White House, he lets Airbnb take over that shit for a little while. Like, how much do you think it would be to rent the White House out for a fucking night? I feel like a room would probably be like $2,000. That's it? No way, dude. It would be like millions of dollars for a It like wouldn't be millions night. of dollars for one room at the White yeah, House. Yeah, because it's like... Uh, you would be under like so, the... such heavy guard. You wouldn't be allowed to do anything aside from being in that room. Well, you Trump's not going to be there, so he's just saying, like, no, he's taking everything out. Oh, your scenario is he completely leaves the house and lets you yeah, take it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because he doesn't like living there anyway, so what if he... Probably 25 grand. Be... Probably 25 grand a night. That's high enough to prevent normal people to do it, but low enough to let, like, rich people be down. I think it'd be way more than that, dude. I don't think it would. Think about how much it's going to be for the first private people to go to space. Yeah, space ain't fucking 1200 Pennsylvania Avenue or whatever. I don't know. Definitely not 25 grand. That's, I mean. 25 I, grand is the it price would have point to be where probably people book that shit every day of the week. I would say $200,000 mm. a night. I don't think you're going to get any money off that. You make it affordable to fucking normal, rich, blue collar people. But it's that thing, like, people are going to be like, I stayed in the White House one night. Like, yeah. people, 
I mean, you could do 200,000 and it's all like Saudi princes and like fucking Russian oligarchs and shit, but like, you want to get normal people in? 25 grand. Okay. You know, because then that's like 50th anniversary for like rich Cape Cod people and stuff. Yeah. Cape Cod. Hmm. You just ragged on Cape Cod. I'm not ragging on them. I'm saying they got fucking money to burn. Um, so the last thing I kind of want to bring up that like actually matters. Did you see the, um, the two, I'm going to say new, although one person did not die recently, but the two new or like recent stories of, uh, dead black men at the hands of the police. I saw something very, was it North Carolina or was it? Um, well, the one man, Dion K was shot and killed one. in Washington, D.C. And that was, like, I think two days ago. Okay, I didn't hear about that one. I know the other one, like, cops got arrested or whatever, right? And then the other one, yeah, was uh, a man who was suffocated in Rochester. Something in dull? March. Oh, in March, okay. Yeah, this guy, he they put a hood over his face and put him on the ground. And then he suffocated, and then they had to. T- he was put on life support, and then they like pulled the plug eventually. Damn. Yeah, but apparently his death did not receive public attention until like this week, when his family that held is a unfortunately news because the body is... camera footage was released. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch the videos? I didn't. I didn't see any. There was also another one. There was another one. Well, there's the, the, those... the two people in California. There was like a kid. There was a dude who was, what was it? There was a dude in California who was shot because he had a bag full of clothes. And then in the bag of clothes was a gun. And so they shot that dude. And then there was. Just because he. <laughs> yeah. And then there was another person in California who was shot. But they linked it to whatever that like fucked up gang is in the LAPD. Where you like become a member of the gang if you like kill someone, but it's like a gang inside the LAPD. Huh. Yeah, it's like a whole thing, but like there's it's been exposed that there essentially is is a gang in the LAPD and their members like you know they operate like the bloods of the crypt, so you have to be like blood in, blood out, and so you have to like kill people to get into this like gang in the LAPD. And they're linking someone who was recently killed in L.A. to this, like, cop gang. Damn, that's fucked. Which is terrifying because cops are already a fucking gang. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, that's... But it's terrifying. I've, you know. Do you know the name of it? I don't know off the top of my head. Um, But it's fucking scary. Not only that cops are openly having you know these headhunting gangs but also just these police shootings won't stop they will never stop it's only going to get worse 100 percent um but the outrage is also going to get worse so it will at some point there's going to be a reckoning it's going to be a reckoning as um papa john would say but i mean like I don't want to get too deep in the weeds with the whole Biden versus Trump thing, but that really is like a valid argument, right? So a vote for Trump is essentially a vote for fascism and a vote 
for Biden is a vote for neoliberalism, which will eventually lead to fascism. So essentially, we're voting for how quickly we get to fascism. And then that argument, if you're on the left, becomes, is it better for us as leftists to have the time provided by a Trump presidency? Excuse me, the time provided from a Biden presidency you know, to sort of uh, organize and navigate through the slow creeping towards full fascism? Or if Trump is the president, are we prepared to, like, take up arms in January or December? I would say we need fucking time. (laughs) We're so unorganized. 100%. I mean, it... There are valid points to be made on on both sides of that argument, but that definitely is something that is being passed around in like actual left circles where like what is better for the leftist movement, you know. Did you see that um Trump's numbers with African Americans went up and then uh Biden's getting just more white people? We, it's it's really weird. There's a there's a couple of houses on my route that are Trumpers and I recently found out two of them are black families Hmm. so i'm a little yeah it's worrying right a little bit i mean it it would be worrying not in the sense that like obviously they can vote for whoever they want i'm not telling black people who they it's just interesting because i guess maybe my mind is so indoctrinated with that idea that all black people vote democrat even though class issues some don't, yeah, class issues are not a thing in america and race issues have been brought to the forefront so that's why people are surprised when there are black republicans but that is because they definitely exist in a tax bracket higher than the majority of African Americans or black people in this country. Yeah, I mean the the two that I that I've on my route that I have taken notice of are, you know, upper middle class. One hundred percent. As they as I would expect them to be. Because it is the class divide is much stronger than the race divide, but the race divide is more popularized and, you know, brought to the forefront of American media. Because that is something, the idea of a race war is something that is so uh, ridiculous in its, in its like actual practicality. It's something that is so difficult to, to throw yourself behind that it would, it would be detrimental if it really happened. That's why race politics are such a big deal in this country. And that's why they are so afraid of class politics coming to the forefront. Because if people were actually aligned against class lines, that's something that we can actually agree upon more so. That's a more um, that's a more easily identifiable us versus them, right? Because there's like there are no unified white people or black people. Poor white people do not see themselves as kindred spirits to rich white people, but working class people regardless of their skin color or religion, all identify with each other better. Yeah. And that's why that. you'll, you'll never see, like, class... Until their daughters go on a date, bring, brings one of them home or something. Yeah, you know? all that dumb shit. But no, class will never be an actual issue in this country because that will be the thing that really rips us apart. That will be the yeah. thing that if, if we are unified 
amongst class lines, that's when the revolution would actually start. The, you know, capital T, capital R, the revolution would actually start. Not with a race war or any of that. Like, that would never happen because there's no unifying you know, anything with that. It's going to be uh, with class lines. But um, we are about done with this episode. And I have a quiz for you, my friend. So, Jordan, would you be interested in playing a game? Yes. So, today, I'm going to ask you the line of presidential secession, or excuse me, succession. Okay. Alright? I want you to name the office. The office is more important. If you can name the person holding that office, I'll give you a bonus point. But I really want you to go from number one to number 17 in the line of succession for the president. Alright? Okay. So, under the president, who was number one? Vice president. Okay, that's correct. And who is the vice president? It is Mike Pence. Alrighty. Who is number two in the line of succession? What office is it? Uh, Speaker of the House. Correct. And who is the Speaker of the House? Nancy Pelosi. Correct. Who is number three in the line of succession? What office? Hmm. This one is a little more difficult. Um, I would say... Um... Let's see, here we go. Um... Senate Majority Leader? That is incorrect. It is the President Pro Tempore of the Senate, which is Chuck Grassley. Interesting. Who is number four in the line of succession? What well, office know. is it? <laughs> I've officially stopped knowing. Um, let's see. Can't you went to seventeen. Um, these are all things that you know in theory. None of these are like wild ass people, like positions you've never heard of. It's all right, secretary um, of blank, essentially from here on down. Okay. I'm gonna say secretary of defense. Incorrect. Number four, secretary of state. And who is the Secretary of State? Um, Secretary of State is... Oh my god, hold on. Trump's Secretary of State is Mike Pompeo? That is correct, it is Mike Pompeo. Who is number five? The Secretary of the Treasury. Interesting. And who is the current Secretary of the Treasury? Um, no, not Mulaney. Close. Um, God. All right, I'm taking it from you. It's Steve Mnuchin. Okay. Who is number six? What office is number six? Secretary of what? Secretary of 
Defense? Correct. Who is the current Secretary of Defense? Hmm. No idea. I don't know who this guy is either. Mark Esper. Hmm. Alright, so who is number seven? This person is not a secretary. Okay. Do the real piece of shit. Um, do go to Top the five people I would drown in like a bucket of water. It goes to the president, the whoever the president's personal closest advisor is. Is the attorney general. Oh, okay. Who is... Um, uh, the bar. Correct. William Barr. All right. Who is number eight? It is Secretary of the what? Secretary of... I have no idea. The Interior. Oh, okay. And who is our current Secretary of the Interior? <laughs> That's so funny that they, that they're, they could be in line. President. Oh, just wait, because um, I went so far down to 17 because it gets very funny very quick. Yeah. I have no idea, actually. Um, actually, I did read something about whoever that is, um, but I forgot. David Bernhardt. David Bernhardt. Okay. Number nine, secretary of what? I'm trying to remember all those secretary things. Uh, this is actually like a cool, potentially could be a cool position. Secretary of I have no idea. The Agriculture. Huh? Secretary. It's Department of. Do you know who is the current Secretary of Agriculture? No idea. Sonny Perdue. Sonny Perdue. That's a cool name. I am very scared to click on their name because I'm afraid they are part of the Perdue Company. I guarantee it. Number 10. Secretary of what? Housing and Urban Development? No. Secretary of Commerce. Oh. Who is our current Secretary of Commerce? It was Mulaney. Is it Mulaney? No. Wilbur Ross. Okay. Is that the uh, Hardy's guy? I don't know. Right, so what is number 11? Secretary of what? Housing and Urban Development. <laughs> Secretary of Labor. <laughs> oh, god damn it. These are all the ones that, like, dude, if I... And who is the current Secretary of Labor? That's Melania. No, it's Eugene Scalia. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Is that... Is, they're not related to Anthony. I would imagine so. How many Scalias are there? Fucking... There's a, there's a lot of Scalias. In D.C. Number 12. Secretary of what? Housing and Urban Development. <laughs> No. Health and Human Services. <laughs> oh, God. And damn. who is the current Secretary of Health, of Health and Human Services? Fauci. <laughs> Alex Azar. We're almost there. Number 13. This is interesting. Number 13, Secretary of what? If you get this wrong, <laughs> if you get this wrong I'm going to punch you in the face. If what? If you get this wrong, I'm going to punch you in the face. Housing and Urban Development? Exactly. Who is the current Secretary of Housing and Urban Development? Uh, sleepy dude. Uh, ben. Ben Carson. That is correct. Carson. I almost said Ben Carden. Right. Ben Carson. All right. So 
there's a weird line next to this one, so it might be the same as Secretary and Housing and Urban Development in terms of like number 13, but I'm not sure. Um, so this might be 13A or 13B. Secretary of what? Secretary of Arts? <laughs> no. Transportation. Oh, god damn it. Who is the Secretary of Transportation? I have forgotten all my sec my like cabinet positions. Um I have no idea. Elaine Chow. Woman, right? Yeah. That yeah, the Asian church. Alright, number fourteen. She's crazy. Number fourteen, Secretary of what? Secretary of I don't know, I'm gonna be really mad. Energy now. God damn it. And who is the current Secretary of Energy? Um it's, it's not that guy from Texas anymore. It's not Rick. <clears throat> Dan Brulette. Or Brule maybe. Dan Brulette. It's probably Brule. French motherfucker. Alright, we're in the last three. What is number fifteen? The Secretary of what? They are someone who is in the public eye. You know this person. I know this person. 100%. You're going to scream you when you don't hint? get this right. Give me a hint. so that They suck so bad. And their sibling also sucks so bad. Oh. But their sibling is not in the government. S- oh, their sibling is not in the government. Um, give me another hint. Their sibling is involved in the government, but through contracts. Oh, okay. So it's the Secretary of, like, Foreign Affairs or something. It's, it's uh, the Secretary the, uh, of Education, mm-hmm. Betsy DeVos. Oh, okay. All right. We got two more. Who is number 16? Dude, I can't believe it. This one has to do with war. But we already did Secretary of mm-hmm. Defense. We did. Secretary What of other America. big part of American government and American population has to do with war? Or the people who go to war? Secretary of... And then come back National from Security? War. Oh. Veterans Affairs? Yes. Who is the current Secretary of Veterans Affairs? Robert Wilkie. And now we have the last one. This guy is a huge piece of shit. He's been in the news recently for some, like, uh, White House Russia stuff. But he is a huge piece of shit. And also, other forms, or excuse me, other branches of the government sort of realize that he got appointed illegally and shouldn't even be here to begin with. Secretary of what? The post office? No. Homeland Security. Oh, god damn. And what is his name? Secretary. It's a cool name. He has a cool name. No, I, I know exactly. I, I know his face. Ow. I don't know his name. Chad Wolf. Wolf? Jeff Wolf. Okay. I wish it was Jeff Wolf and not Chad Wolf. So yeah, you didn't do a- that hot. Um, Andrew, will you please uh, allot Jordan his gift? Jordan wins the Anderson Cooper Supreme. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry.
That's exactly what you get, buddy. Nice. I can't believe all the cabinet. Like, I just ran a blank on all my cabinet positions. So basically, it goes all the way to Secretary of State, and then it just does the cabinet positions. Essentially, and yeah. Cert- and certain cabinet positions are higher than others. Yeah. Which basically. some of them are straight bullshit. I cannot believe that Secretary of Interior is higher than a lot of those. Mm-hmm. 100%. That's insane. Here's okay, so let let's do a little redemption thing. How many of those people are Democrats? How many of those people are Democrats? Mm-hmm. Of all of those positions that we've just listed. How many are None? Democrats? <laughs> Zero? Nancy Pelosi is the only one. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm just thinking the cabinet positions. And then, you know. No, out of yeah. all the all of that entire line of succession, right? Pelosi's the only one who's a Democrat. Um, so so I always thought it would because you know because that that House of Representatives is there to like really uh, to represent the people itself, and then senators are the states. So I always thought that it would go in a succession of like positions that really represent the people more and more and more right so you the the house majority leader and then it go to some other thing that is like within the house oh it's like you have like the whips and stuff in there yeah because uh it's because the president is really supposed to be elected from the people the house of representatives really encompasses ideology the the ideology of it is to represent the people so I always thought it would just go through different positions within the house. No. So. Hmm. Them's are the breaks or whatever that saying is. Yeah. We're done. Cool. We're done. We're done. Yeah. Do your thing. Thank you. Thank you, dearest listener, Thanks. for listening. Um, you. you can find us at bolchevex.com for everything. When you go there, W-W-W. you will find all of our socials for the show. From the show's social accounts, you can find myself, Jordan, and Andrew. We're all on there. Eagerly waiting for your engagements on social media. We are not doing any type of advertisement right now because we don't want to give money to any of these fucking tech assholes. So it really means a lot when people leave us a review. They give us five stars. And they tell their friends. That's the only way our show gets out there as of right now. We have a Patreon. For $5 a month, you get an extra episode a week and access to our Discord, which we are pretty active in. Fairly pretty active in. You get on there, you know, every day or every other day. Um, I think that that's it. Yeah. Your background has been so distracting. You should get a background, dude. Come on, get a background. Because your background sucks, so like you need something. God, even if it's you like suck. all white. You suck. I'm ending it because you suck. You suck. You suck. <laughs>